You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time, the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. All right, faithful. I am so excited. What's up, Clayton? How are we doing? I missed hey, what's up? Wrong, but that's no my big bad. deal. No big deal. We got a heavy hitter today, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to jump right into it. Johnny Dell's Football Academy. And if you know me, you know I like film. I'm such a big fan of this guy and big fan of what he does. If you haven't subscribed yet, you better go sub- subscribe because here's what we're doing today. We're jumping into the X's and O's, but behind the scenes a little bit. Kind of philosophical concepts, what's going to change with the 49ers moving forward with Trey Lance, all those things. So if you have a scheme-oriented question, get that up in the chat. Johnny, how are you, my friend? Man, I'm doing fantastic. I am ready to see the end of a long offseason. Uh, you know, when, when, when seasons end, like week 17, you look forward to the draft and you look forward to the offseason moves. When your season ends that close to a Super Bowl, it's just a long offseason, man. So I'm ready to see some, some new football. Yeah, so. we're so close. I, I mean, today is we're recording this Friday. If you're watching this live, um, we are man, we're close. We're, we're nine days away from 49ers football against the Bears. I can't wait for new film, real film, special teams and like all that stuff during the preseason is great. And don't get me wrong. I appreciate every second of it. But I want meaningful football with starters on starters. No holding back. Ah, it's close, man. So, Johnny, before we jump into some questions, I need to know more about you, man. How in the world did you jump into film? Where's your background in this? Because you do such a good job in your editing skills, man. I got to tell you, uh, tip top, my friend. Well, thank you for the kind words. Um, I got into film specifically about 10 years ago uh, when the NFL started doing Game Pass. And 
I had been a, a football junkie for for a number of years going back to high school. When I joined my high school football team, I was terrible terrible i mean i didn't know anything about football uh i would i would go out there and they call plays and i'd go i don't know what that means and because we didn't have a playbook our, our coach like they would they would they didn't explain the terminology they didn't explain anything it was literally just go out there and i was trying to memorize the plays as i went and it was so hard so i went to him about halfway through the season but like, coach why am i not playing and he's like i don't think you know what you're doing you're gonna get hurt i was like well i can't blame you on that one <laughs> um so, or I would just run the wrong way. And so I spent that year, uh, my first year on the football team, trying to learn everything and, and asking my coaches of everything. And they gave me some resources of what I could learn about the defense we were running and everything. And I devoted myself then to learning about X's and O's, learning about the scheme of football so that by the time I was a senior, uh, what the coaches would do was give me the defensive film for our upcoming opponent. And I was supposed to teach our scout team their defense. Uh, they they found that that was the most effective way because I could be on the field and tell guys, okay, no, 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 you, this this tackle, he likes to, he's he's more of a two-eye, he's not a three. He sits there and goes back or, you know, this is the depth of the linebackers and this is where they're going to go in a pass. You know, I was I would teach a scheme for a scout team so for our offense and, um, and then play on the defense as well. Um, uh, our our starting defense and everything and so that was where it started and then just I, I i went to a college that didn't have a football team uh and so i it was just a nerd hobby and then in 2011 my dad came down with cancer and i went to go uh, take care of him for a month i was in the middle of nowhere in oregon all i had was an internet connection and it was just me and him in, in a little house off of my sister's property um, and my dad was sleeping most of the time. He was on the the therapy and everything, which if anybody's ever been around somebody who's on that, they sleep a lot. And so I was just there and I didn't have anything to do. So I got game pass. And I was like, this is what I've been looking for. The, the, uh, the coaches film and started breaking it down on uh 49erswebzone.com in the forum years ago. And then people were bugging me for a couple of years. Like, dude, you need to do something online. You need to do something on YouTube. And I was like, I don't think anybody's going to watch this. Like, uh, just, I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't think that anybody would be interested. And I started a couple of years ago and uh, you know, apparently a few people have been interested and I'm, I'm humbled by it. Um, and, uh, and just uh, appreciate everybody who's taken time to watch the channel and bring me on their podcast. Man, I'll say this. If you don't follow him on Twitter, at Johnny Dales FA, that's J-O-N-N-Y-F-A for Football Academy. And on YouTube, just search Johnny Dales. It pulls up or Johnny Dales Football Academy. Trust me, you're going to be very glad I sent you over there, especially our Patreon uh, members that love film. It, it's a different look. We, we definitely have different approaches and how we go through it. We were talking about that before we go on air. And it's just, it's a different, it's scratching a different itch is what I would say. So let, let's dive in. Because one of your videos I thought was really, really good. You went through with film and showed the difference what the 49ers offense could look like transitioning Trey Lance from Jimmy Garoppolo. So what are some key takeaways? Um, what are some things that you think are going to change outside of the obvious, just deep ball, running more, whatever? What are some things that, you know, if we go back and watch that video, what are we going to find out? So the biggest thing I see going forward, you know, a lot of people want to talk about Trey's big arm. And I think a lot of that comes from the lack of deep ball passing with Jimmy Garoppolo and, and the desire to see more, a more vertical offense. Um, if anything, I think Danny Gray brings that to our offense. 
I'm not sure if it's necessarily just Trey's big arm. I mean, that's and that's not to say Trey doesn't have the ability. It's just we have not had speed like Danny Gray on our team since Marquise Goodwin. And Marquise Goodwin was always hurt. He was always banged up. He was he was just you couldn't keep him on the field. What I see from Trey is how defenses are going to account for an eleventh man in the run game. Because, you know, the trick when you're playing, especially against eight-man fronts, is how do you account for the eighth element in the box? There's, you have, if you're going to have two receivers out wide, that means you have seven blockers, a ball carrier, and a quarterback. So you're always on seven on eight in the blocking scheme unless you can use the quarterback to occupy the eighth element. And so that's going to be where we're going to see variations in the offense is how does Kyle use the quarterback to affect the eighth element and what do we do to play off of that and like what what I saw some in the Texans game was that the Texans were not able to account for Trey necessarily with their front eight and so the free safety is this the preseason game or is this last year's Texans this was the last year's this was okay. last year's Texans game and Justin Reed their safety was accounting for Trey several times and so off of that what Kyle sees is the free safety is getting really aggressive on Trey Lance so he's playing more shallow that's when we ended up trying to hit the corner post twice. And we did on the second time. First time we got a pass interference for like 40 yards. The second time was Debo's big touchdown. And so you see how Kyle is using what the defense is presenting, not necessarily just what Trey's really, you know, as, as a thrower is really good at that. Okay. Now we can throw vertically. It was, does his ability as a runner affect the defense to allow you to attack where they're compensating from? Right. And see, I think that's, you know, for people that just love football and X's and O's and the scheme of it, the thing is this. There's not a perfect defense. There's not a perfect offense. And it's all based on opportunity costs. You have to decide we're going to be vulnerable here to exploit their advantage here. And with Jimmy Garoppolo, we've always seen it. Between the numbers, 5 to 15 yards. Like you had this nice little pocket in the middle of the defense that the 49ers would exploit. And finally, teams just got so sick and tired of it that you get to the playoff run and they start doing a six-man over bare front and just bringing everybody in. And there's no safety help back deep because they just don't throw it. So now teams have to make a different decision. Uh, It's almost like a Russian roulette. And this is why you're seeing so much success with people like Justin Herbert, with people like Josh Allen. And I hate making those comparisons to Trey Lance just because they're young with a strong arm and big physical body and can move mobily. But whenever you can get a quarterback that has those physical characteristics but can operate and win within the pocket, that's the question mark we're still waiting to be answered on Lance, then it's, well, damn, we we just got to pick. We're going to lose a bunch of these big plays as a defense. Uh, we just got to try to stop some other plays. Um, and man, I, I don't know. Like I love Trey Lance more than most. I, I drunk the Kool Aid before we drafted him, and I, I've been head over heels since. What is your overall assessment in the short time we've had Lance, and kind of where he's heading? Where do you think this this whole journey is going to go as far as his development? Uh, is there still a lot more improvement to go? Did you know that you can now win up to one hundred? times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks you can turn ten dollars into a thousand with basketball hockey college basketball entries today on prize picks america's number one fantasy sports app and here's what's great it, it 
you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, you can get 20% off your PFF subscription if you use the code PFF20. What can you get with a PFF subscription? All of PFF's locked article content, fantasy football rankings and projections, data and grades from the entire 2021 season and upcoming 2022 season, and much more. Support PFF and use promo code PFF20 for 20% off your PFF subscription. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, you could even see the improvement from when he started in the Cardinals game and when he came in the Seattle game to the Texans game, uh, you could see the game was moving a million miles an hour for him. I mean, he came from a small school. He did not throw a lot of passes in college. He didn't really, I mean, pretty much a lost year, his, his last year, uh, the guy just had, you could see then the NFL is a different speed um, that it, it was an adjustment period. And so I think, getting to go through a full off season, getting to go through training camp, some preseason, the game looks to me like it's starting to slow down for him a little bit. Uh, the question will be how much does the offensive line allow him to develop? That's the big question mark for me. We all know what hinder hindrances the poor offensive line play caused for Alex Smith. Uh, we know he had that really positive 2006 season and then he got pancaked by Seattle uh, busting his shoulder in 2007 and it took years for him to get back on track so does the offensive line allow Trey Lance to develop that's the biggest question for me and can he be efficient in where Jimmy Garoppolo was because as like you said in that in that middle short middle um, mid-range area between the 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 numbers jimmy garoppolo was very very efficient now he'd he'd get really aggressive and would throw that what the heck interception from time to time but his ability to to just move one defender over and hit it into a tiny window was is is not it's not super common and, and he doesn't get enough credit for that but he would jam it in there and get really aggressive can trey be efficient in those areas keep the offense moving to allow the the running game to stay on the field um we, we always give jimmy garoppolo a hard time for those seven yard completions on when it's third and six but it kept the def- the offense going and because people say well then he's carried by the run game well yeah but we we convert a third and six and then debo busts a 40 yard runoff if we don't convert the third and six, we don't get the 40-yard run. They were playing hand-in-hand. Hand. So can Trey be efficient 
because if he can do that, we know that the explosive plays are, are will be there. Um, the opportunities will be there. You can't rob Peter to pay Paul. You can't just get get a few more explosive plays, but lose three drives from inefficiency. If in the end you're you're, it's just a different way of, of creating the same thing. So, can they stay efficient? And if we see that, I think his trajectory is going to be. I mean, the sky's the limit. Um, and obviously the 49ers believe very strongly in him. Um, I'm in a, I like what I see, um, but it, I have to see data before I'm sold. That That's my thing. So I'm not against him at all. Uh, I, I believe really strongly in him, but I, I'm excited to see, you know, what it is and, and what, and see more performances to get really excited about, if that makes sense. No, that it's such a small sample size. And with the Arizona game and his finger, that was kind of like an anomaly in and of itself. It's all like we got, you know, the two minute drill in the first half of the Texans and then the second half. And it was like, oh, you can kind of see a little bit. Now, you uh, th- here. I want to ask this question. This is from Josh Fortenauer's Faithful Forever. Um, he says, Lance seems to struggle with, with checkdowns. And I feel like that was a major issue last year, you know, whenever he was just throwing the ball so stinking hard all the damn time. And we did see it um, even in this last preseason game where he overthrew Kittle a little bit. You know, the, the, the question of his touch. And I want to play this quick 17-second uh, clip from Kittle talking about how this preseason and training camp, how Trey Lance has started to develop his touch a little better. Actually, I think, uh, I think Trey's his touch has definitely gotten a lot better uh, since he first got here. Like, I'm pretty sure one of my first, like, five-yard routes, he threw it at my head and tried to take my helmet off. Uh, now he's got, like, some nice touch to it. So, like I said, he, he's gotten so much better than when he first was here, and, you know, he's going to continue to improve. It's going to take time. He's got to learn – Whenever you're in high school or small schools, college, whatever, you just freaking see it, throw it. You know what I mean? And he could do that because he's got that rocket. Now you have to layer with the you know predominant zone coverages and the three deep, four unders. That's where Jimmy was so successful, right? Because you just drop it over uh, and under. Oh, we're getting this. AJ, is that a Rod Woodson jersey? I'm seeing... 28 or 26 i've been trying to figure it out it's 26 uh what this actually is this was a personalized jersey uh, that i got in 2001 um that i got off of the 49ers website it is a 4xl uh because that was the only (laughs) size they sold personalized jerseys in Um, that is so it is it is a dress for me i'm five foot eight so it goes down almost to my knees so i like how everybody's like oh what is that who is that is that is that carlos hyde who who we looking at here no uh there we go that's johnny dales baby uh everybody needs a johnny dales jersey that's what i'm saying now okay you tweeted this out i i want to i want to jump in on this because i think it's important you keep bringing up can the offensive line keep trey lance healthy I didn't know these numbers, but you tweeted this out, and you said the 49ers have had nine, nine quarterback injuries, three quarterback surgeries since Shanahan arrived. That's it. That's insane. Can this team stop that trend and keep Trey Lance somewhat clean? I hope so. I mean, they they the interior of that offensive line has been revamped and it I mean it's it's been a problem for years. I remember after the last preseason game, I saw fans on Twitter saying, you know, Jimmy never faced this kind of pressure uh when he was there that he that the offensive line was never this bad. And it reminded me, I remember I went back to the the game that he got hurt uh Seattle 2020, the game that knocked that knocked his ankle out for the rest of the year. 
I had when I watched that game, I actually put a put together a clip and put it on my Twitter years ago. Um, I slowed it down to seventy five percent and seventy five percent speed because we had twenty one straight dropbacks in that game and fifteen of them. Jimmy Garoppolo was under pressure in less than 2.2 seconds. Like almost there were so many of them that there were guys coming through unblocked, like literally that, that play, he got hurt. The only guy that was still blocking his man when Jimmy was tackled was Trent Williams. The other four linemen were turned around watching Jimmy Garoppolo get pancaked and crushed. Okay. So whatever your feelings about Jimmy Garoppolo are for, for the fans, yes, he really did have that kind of pressure on him. I remember I looked up the pressure, the pressure stats in the playoffs last year. The, there was only like Jalen hurts and Kyler Murray were pressured more often than Jimmy Garoppolo in the playoffs last year. We think about our defense, how, how we were pressuring uh, Dak Prescott, Jimmy Garoppolo was under more pressure more often. Uh, we think about how much our defense was getting to pressure on uh, Aaron Rodgers in green Bay. Jimmy Garoppolo was under pressure more often. Than that. Now, and so, hold, real quick though, because it, the counterpoint, I can hear some people saying this. Well, whenever you can't throw it deep, you're allowed to attribute another run gap blitz slash pressure guy because you don't have to worry about, you know, you don't have to run cover two against Jimmy Garoppolo. You don't have to run quarters. Th- those are just coverages you don't have to do. So, how much of that, again, you know, the chicken before the egg? And I'm not trying to say, yes, Jimmy Garoppolo is under tremendous pressure through that series. But again, it was six man D line almost every freaking play. Um, sure. so I don't know. Do you think that will continue this I, year? I, th- I mean, it comes down to how the offensive line is going to play. Cause what I saw was very, there, there was not a lot of blitzing. Um, and even when they would blitz, it was mostly a five man pressure. I mean, in green Bay, they were doing this with a four man pressure. All right. Tackle. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Who was backup. He was getting steamrolled by Rashawn Gary. Yeah, yeah. Compton was getting steamrolled by Rashawn Gary over and over and over again. Um, that that's not an issue of not being able to throw. when your quarterback's being pressured at 2.2 seconds that's not an issue of whether you can throw deep or not you're you can't even get deep in 2.2 yeah. seconds so like i i see that side of it but i'm also looking at the um yeah but what i also see is that i see trey running for his life more often i mean um jimmy garoppolo what he would usually do is flick the ball out and it would end up as an interception or some miraculous like check down you know he'd flip flick it around a guy um or it would just be batted down like um I mean, how many balls did we see get batted down with jimmy garoppolo for trey I, I, what i worry about is then is now he just going to become a scramble monster where he's constantly trying to run for his life um that and because we know that interior pressure affects quarterbacks more than anything and so the interior of that offensive line really does worry me um, because I haven't seen any big move that would move the needle. You know, these are unknowns. These are unknowns in the interior of the the offensive line. So um, what I'm, what I'm just getting it back to is, you know, in preseason, we saw the signs of that. We saw the signs of a leaky offensive line that worries me because that's been a problem. Kyle has always valued agile run blockers over <laughs> pass protectors. I mean, he yeah. just has like, he loves a, a, a guard that is going to run 25 yards down the field and pancake a safety over a guy who can stand up to, you know, a team's meh deep second defensive tackle. I mean, he will always value that. And it's always kind of been like, I, so, okay, let, let's, let's answer this question or answer, frame it in a different question. You look at what the 49ers kept on the roster four tight ends, 
five running backs, 10 old linemen. That's more than 90% of any other roster at each one of those positions. Now, and five wide receivers. Yeah, and only five wide receivers, right? The exact opposite. Nobody keeps five wide receivers. Are we? Go- We're one of the most run-heavy teams the 49ers are in the NFL. Is that going to increase this year? I think I that's think so. Shanahan's way to mitigate some of that pressure is run, 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 bootleg, play action. Like, I don't know, man. Like, if you were in charge, does it seem like that's the direction they're going? Does that make oh, sense? 100%. 100%. I, I was arguing with some fans last year uh, after we drafted Trey because they said, you know, we drafted, we got Trey to, to go deep. And I said, no, we got Trey to run the ball better. Uh, Kyle wants to run the ball. I mean, that's what he does. Pe- people have always seen our ability to run the ball as an indictment on Jimmy Garoppolo. And I go, no, Kyle was that way before Jimmy Garoppolo was, was under center. He wanted to run the ball with Brian Hoyer. Um, and I get it. You know, I, Hoyer's not great. But Kyle wants to run the ball. I remember when it was uh, the first Monday night game that we that we played when Kyle was here. Um, I'm totally blanking on on the tackle's name that was with him in Cleveland, who was uh, running commentary that Monday night. But he had played with Kyle, and he said he said Kyle had told them when he was in Cleveland that he wanted to run the ball. Like he could he could um, uh, he could run. Um, scheme up passing plays. He's like, you know, pa- scheming up the pass game is easy that you can do that. A lot of things, but I want to run the ball. And that was what you look at what he was doing in Cleveland. And I mean, in Atlanta, they had the best rushing seasons they'd had in a long time. Um, what he wants to do is run the ball. I mean, I think if, if every game was like the 2019 playoffs where we throw nine times, I think he's happy as a clam. Like he would love that kind of a game. Like, I mean, and I think the personnel running backs that they're getting too, less Mostert's, less Breida speed guys, more two hundred plus pound thumpers to move the chains. Like it just, it just continues to build into this philosophy of he wants twelve play offensive drives, he wants to chew the clock, and he wants to throw the ball as little as possible. Uh, it just everything just seems to point in that direction for me. Absolutely. I mean, I, I see us because now when you and everything Kyle said, I, I've picked up on the, in the press conferences about Trey Lance for the last 12 months has been about what he can bring to the run game. When you start adding a quarter, an 11th man and make the, the defense play 11 on 11 football in the run game, because now I mean, when you think about all the all the um, the screen passes we do and the tunnel screens and and tosses and then reverses and now you're adding a quarterback in there i mean you talk about horizontally spreading out a defense in the run game where do you fit your yes. your run fit lanes i mean because you, you know about that run fit lanes are huge and when you start causing guys i mean when you're when you're asking middle linebackers to cover 15 yards side to side in two and a half seconds that it they're going to, they're going to sit there and shake their head. So that's what I'm excited about. I mean, you're going to see a lot of hard nosed football and just uh, explosive runs. I mean, I love, I love watching the explosive runs. It's like when you see a Kyle Shanahan yeah. explosive run where it, I mean, the, every moving piece lines up because that blocking scheme scheme is so complex and requires so much execution along the way. When it comes together, it is a beautiful thing. Yeah, it, you know, whenever I'm doing my my play breakdowns, which I do every single play, so mine's much 
more brevity than probably what you do. You you go in way deeper than I do. But whenever you get one of those plays, I just keep going back and forth. I can spit all day. What's up, Wayne Breezy? Um, if you guys have not yet, Wayne and I go live every single Tuesday, John and Wayne show. Go support Wayne on his channel as well, Nitty Gritty Niners. Type in Wayne Breezy. That dude's just the best there is. What's up, Wayne? Excited to record with you soon, man. Um, now, real quick, uh, I know we got a lot of questions in the chat, and we we've this is awesome. So two things real quick. I, I'm going to play a quick ad for you guys, and then we're going to get to some questions. But understand this. I saw a couple people asking if we could do some more work together. We already got that in the works, guys. So uh, we are going to be on Johnny's channel coming up in the next week or two as well. So this we're hoping this is going to be something that builds. Uh, there's just too much in common here. Uh, so anyway, real quick, before we get to your Q&A, start getting those questions ready. If you want a question answered, tag us. Throw that up in the chat. We'll be right back with you. Winning seasons have officially returned, and with the NFL season on the way, you're going to get plenty of opportunities with my bookie. That's right. They're back again to support the show all season long. So you can scan this code right here to my right, or you can go sign up with promo code 49ers, 49ERS, and what's going to happen is they're going to give you a double deposit bonus up to $1,000. It's freaking incredible. All you got to do is use our promo code, and it's simple. Let's say you deposit 250 bucks. Guess what? You're going to have 500 bucks in your account to bet with, and you've got all kinds of things that you can bet on. Individual games, if you want to keep it simple. You can do prop builders. You can do teasers. You can do parlays. They got casino games. They got everything. So bet on team winning totals, who's going to win the Super Bowl, all those different things, whatever you need to do to, to secure the bag. So so, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Again, just scan this code right to my right or head to mybookie.ag. Um, Use promo code 49ERS. Again, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. All right, Sean, I want to say thank you for the gift, man. Appreciate your generosity and support. He says the Football Academy is one of the best pieces of content out there. And with Chapman, perfection, make this a regular thing. We're working, man. We're working. And we got Hurley. What's up? We just had Hurley on the show just a day ago, two days ago. Uh, he was on your show as well. Hurley's making the rounds. Great content. 49erscap.com. Yeah. All the other cap sites are good, and I think that they serve a purpose. But, man, for Niners content, we are so freaking spoiled. It, all my friends that are like Eagles or whatever other teams, like they don't they don't have this. Uh, they don't have it. Yeah, like the flag, man. It reminds me of the <laughs> late 90s, early 2000 teams, uh, that flag. That's the jersey. It fits very well. Uh, with what you got uh, let us know the dates so we can watch uh john and chapman's i'll post on our twitter and also on our community tab for youtube whenever we set that up we don't have it scheduled yet we'll get it set up all right let's get to some freaking questions because i saw a lot of good ones in here um Coach Cruz, looks like they worked out another tight end today in addition to a tackle and a linebacker if we're looking at this roster johnny Man, they just seem to load up on the same positions. Defensive line, tight ends is a new focus, I feel like. And then tackles, I think, is because they don't have them. But linebacker, why are they working out linebackers? There, there's there's so many. <laughs> yeah, that's one. Uh, the only thing I can think of is, is just looking for special teams. Um, you know, we saw in Green Bay that special teams can really – it's the overlooked – 
aspect, um, but it is it's the third element in the game. You have offense, run, offense, defense, and special teams, and they can win or lose you games. Yeah, I, I went to you there. We got AJ he says, "What is hashtag CC?" Uh, that's the countdown crew. We do giveaways like crazy on here, and I got to say this. Last week on the John and Wayne show, we gave away two tickets to the home opener. You get to go see the 49ers for Seattle. Well, the winner, um, she can't make it. Uh, it was her birthday. She has to work on her birthday, sadly. And she said that she would much rather us give those away to somebody else. So um, just want to let you guys know here pretty soon, we're going to be giving those two tickets away. 49ers for Seattle, lower level, 20-yard line, very, very great seats. That's what the hashtag CC is. So uh, every time we go live, uh, the first two minutes, if somebody throws a hashtag CC, they get entered into giveaways, all that kind of stuff. Uh, that is there for you guys. So hashtag CC. Turn on the notifications just in case you haven't already. We got a little bit of a generic take here from Stephen Fox. What's up, Steve? All right, Johnny, what's your prediction? Who's going to be the two teams in the Super Bowl this year if you had to pick right now? The 49ers are going to be one. I oh, mean, 100%. I, I said that in 2008. I mean, it was that was our year. I mean, we like if you're if you're a true fan, this it's week one. We will be in the Super Bowl. You aren't in the you aren't out of the Super Bowl until you're out of the Super Bowl. There so, we go. Um, the other team, it doesn't matter because they're going to lose. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome, Dan. I like this question. Secondary finally looks good. A little bit of trouble on the back end with the Ward injury. Does that personnel open up new aspects of the Niners scheme on defense? Uh, we always want to talk about scheme and Shanahan and all those things, but defensively, we finally have good corners. Finally. Uh, it's been a minute. What are you expecting this defense to do differently because they finally have help on the back end? Man, I, I think it's going to be huge for the defense. We have not been able to put somebody in a – a man coverage isolation situation that we liked um, for a long time. Richard Sherman was the closest thing we had to it. And Sherman was coming off of so many injuries yeah. that he just did not have the same burst that he had before. Um, so uh, like, for example, what we would see last year, I saw a lot of this, especially um, the Eagles were doing this. And I remember uh, trying to remember, I think the Colts were doing it. Um, and uh, you pretty much anybody, anytime we had Dante Johnson playing, uh, teams would do this because they know that when we when they would go three by one or have three receivers yeah. on one side and one receiver on the other, whenever we're in single safety, we would always be in cover three Mabel, which if, if you don't know what that means, M is a, just a word for man, um, where it's you play zone coverage on the three receiver side and a matching zone over the hook curl uh, so that you're able to defeat flood concepts, things like that on the three receiver side. And then you're in man coverage on the backside. So that corner is, is in single up man coverage. Teams would put us in that position on purpose because what they would do is then isolate. Uh, Seattle did this to us uh, with, with DK Metcalf. They would put, they would do that and it would put force us to, we would either have to go two safeties or they were going to do that on the side that like Dante Johnson was on. And then they would just throw it up to him because you knew it was either going to be a big play or pass interference. And they were doing the same thing towards Josh Norman. They did the same thing towards uh, Diamador Lenore um, that it became a massive Achilles heel early in our season that teams would just do this because they can either run the ball on us 
against two safeties or pick on a, a, a corner that just was not up to snuff. Um, and it was a, it's a, been a big liability. And then in the playoffs, the inability to match up in man coverage on some of these better receivers. Uh, we all saw Cooper Cup destroying us yeah. in in the NFC Championship game. Um, we saw our our inability to cover Devontae Adams with Green Bay. I mean, of course, I mean these are good guys that nobody can really cover, but it's not that you, you're asking somebody to shut them down all game. You're asking them to hold up. That's yeah. what you're asking them to do is, is not be somebody that they can isolate and pick on over and over again. That was what was so frustrating. It was like, I mean, because we started doing this thing where we were doing like a field side corner and a boundary side corner, which means where we're switching have, them. Yeah. Yeah. Where you'd, you'd have a corner on basically on the short side of the field or the wide side of the field. And we were put trying to put our uh, weaker link on the short side of the field so that he didn't have to be isolated in as much space. But all that did was made it extremely predictable. Bump a mic. <laughs> it made it extremely predictable who you could go after based upon where you were on the, on the feet at on the field. And we saw teams going after that. This should be different. We should be able to come with a lot more man coverage, um, which when you can start really mixing that in with all of your zones, it gives you so much more disguise options and it gives you more tools in your toolkit um, than where, I mean, I remember the green Bay game, Aaron Rodgers was, just destroyed us the first their first three drives just lobbing it up because they're picking at our man coverage um so i'm then they doubled Devonte after that and uh, they still made on. some plays yeah, that was they... what was crazy he still made some plays like it was it that was what was most maddening like i remember there was one play they back shouldered lenore when he had help over the top and he's trying to play an over the top position and it's like dude you have help over the top you need to be in a trail position they shouldn't be able to back shoulder you on that but I mean, it was a young guy. He was pressed into it. So, you know, as long as we can stay healthy. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, this week is a big if, um, That will be huge for our defense. And you know, one thing that's interesting, if you go and look at all the corners that we have, they're all press man corners before they get to us. Then we do a zone slash man concept, but it's not where they were successful. I would love to see some more press man, which they actually showed a little bit more in preseason mm -hmm. than we've seen in years past, which, hey, man, if we got it, let's press them a little bit more. I, I like that concept. Now, we got a couple more questions before we jump out of here. Again, we're going to do a whole nother episode together on Johnny's channel. Um, so go hit subscribe over there, Johnny Dell's Football Academy, if you haven't yet. Um, and the name of your podcast is Johnny Dell's Football Academy as well, correct? Yeah, it's right now. It's just on my YouTube. I'm looking to go into an audio only platform. Oh. Just trying to figure out uh, what where to go with that. This this aspect of it is pretty new for me. So, okay, uh, here's a question from Flynn. With that, uh, with the somewhat suspect O line, which we talked about, do you think they bring in TDP on obvious passing downs to help protect? Trey Lance and I think this is probably one of the things people miss the most the reason why running backs don't play 
isn't because they can't run the ball necessarily. It's because they get their quarterback hit. Now, TDP's pass protection in college was phenomenal. Haven't seen it yet in the preseason. I um, So what are your thoughts on the pass protection ability of our running back group? Who do you trust the most? Things like that. I think TDP made Hasty uh, expendable because he he was able to give you the because hasty one thing he was really good at was the pass pro and also being a, a receiver out of the backfield so he was our third down back i see tdp kind of supplanting him in that role and that's why hasty's moved on because he also brings more violence into the run game you can br- you can bring him in and run uh, our our running offense the same with him you couldn't necessarily do that with hasty and so um that's gonna be big i mean you're right that that the pass blocking scheme um when you look at the 49ers playbook from the the running back perspective is pretty complex they have to understand a lot of different things be reading a lot of different cues to know whether it's going to be inside or out i mean and honestly that was a big problem at the end of the super bowl when we were in the super bowl was uh, i remember there was multiple plays where uh, mostert was was going outside when he was supposed to help inside of the tackle uh he's going inside of the tackle when staley's setting on a short set expecting a running back chip and it wasn't there and and they're getting quick pressure i mean that was the last 10 minutes of the game that was happening over and over again there were so many fails from so many players it was so frustrating um but yeah i i really do think uh that's going to be a thing but there's only so much a running back can do i mean uh, the in the end the the o-line has to has to to be able to win against their man. I mean, it's just that that's just what it is. So yeah, no, I'm with you. I think it was the Kentucky game um, where I counted three pancake blocks on blitz pickup uh, by awesome. TDP. Like he's he's stout now. He, he's a big dude. He's a big dude. I'm nobody you need to know. It seems like Sermon being horrible at pass blocking. He did struggle in the preseason. Probably, yeah, there's a lot of factors there. I'm with you there. Um, And last question quickly, Dan wants to know, what do we call the three running back look, which I'm sure we're going to see. We've seen some uh, sneak peeks uh, in uh, some leaked footage. Uh, What what do we call that? Do you have a term that you call that? I used to get caught up in terminology until I started going through coaching changes. Um, And they would, it was the same formations. Just everybody had their own different names and I just got tired of it. I was like, man, I'm tired of learning everybody else's terminology. But um, when you're identifying these personnel packages, uh, how do you refer to that? Um, Dan wants to know. Well, you, I mean, usually I just use the number system. Like if it's going to be three running backs and one receiver, I'll I'll call that uh, be 31 personnel. Um, So, you know, I, I think it's really interesting of what that brings. If you, especially if you have running backs who can catch the ball, and then you have Debo Samuel. What are what are teams going to do when you put three running backs out wide and Debo Samuel in the backfield? I mean, how, what what do you do? You you're, you're going to be looking at that going, okay? Do we bring in more linebackers? Do we? How, I mean, how like that's what's fun about what what you see Kyle Shannon doing, like. He's gonna screw with with these this stuff so much, um, yeah. And and that's what he's a master about, you know, of being able to move this guy one way. If we put this guy in this position, we can move him just a few feet, and that's gonna get this guy to freak out and go this way, and we can exploit that. So, 
I love it, man. Well, Johnny, I, I got to be honest. This is an absolute treat on my end. Uh, I learned a lot. This is incredible. Hopefully, if nothing else, we exposed our listeners to you so they can find your resources and take advantage of those. Uh, and, man, looking forward to recording with you in the future. Johnny, can you tell us a little bit about your schedule or channel or just anything you got going on just so we can drive home the fact of where we can follow you? Yeah, uh, Johnny Dells FA on Twitter. Uh, it's for Johnny Dells Football Academy, Johnny Dells Football Academy on YouTube. Uh, I try and do a review, recap video explaining the whys and hows. That's my tagline for uh, 49ers Playbook is what I call my sh- my weekly review shows. Uh, it's about trying to explain the whys and hows of the game. It's one thing to sit there and yell at the screen on Sunday when we lost. You know, oh, my God, we suck. Um, you know, but understanding what was it? Uh what exactly was it? And it's in, I've found that oftentimes there's blame put in certain areas and that really it's, it's about becoming a, a well-versed fan base to know, to know who to yell at. I mean, they really, let's just be honest or, there you or, go. or, or, or who to be really excited <laughs> about. I mean, like, like I, I love DJ Jones as a player. Uh, I'm, he's one that I'm like, oh, man, I really hope that we can, can plug that spot because he did so much dirty. I mean, I loved watching him play because he wasn't a guy that showed up on the stat sheet, but did executed the scheme so well. And that's why I, I like sometimes doing the shows I do is when you get to show stuff like that of like, man, yeah, Fred Warner's racking up all these tackles, but DJ Jones is keeping him clean and, and being able to highlight that stuff. Um, so that's what the channel is all about is just, is just trying to go through and show why and how a game ended the way it did looking at the, the critical plays, the missed opportunities or the, how we set up the big opportunities. And sometimes it's about the players. Sometimes it's about Kyle Shanahan just going through and showing how he's working the chess match. I mean, I love that, that side of it and being able to, so this is, this is what he's doing to the defense. So he can do this, you know, cause sometimes we give players too much credit in that. And we just say, well, Kyle Shanahan's great. Well, how, I mean, let's let's learn how why he's so great um and then hopefully i at the end of the weeks i can add in some audio stuff and podcasts uh, with some great people so dude i like it sean appreciate the comment uh that is awesome he says johnny dell makes me sound like an expert to my friends that's the goal we're trying to make you look smart um that's what it is whenever you talk football especially to ladies they love it so uh you know your wife's eyes gloss over so i don't know about that (laughs) always save save she's like so did we score that's about all we get. Uh, want to say thank you to Clayton, the man behind the scene, keeping the show running and on pace, and our executive producers, James W., 49ers George, 365. You guys are awesome. And Johnny, uh, closing remarks before we jump out of here, my friend? Just thank you so much for having me on, man. Love what you're doing. You are one of the best content creators out there. uh, And it is just a pleasure to be on your show. So thank you so much for responding to my DM. (laughs) I love it, man. All right, guys, until next time. Stay strong, faithful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.